This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by Meeting Your Heroes. Meeting Your Heroes, always a massive disappointment. other German things to here's what I don't get from north to south, east to west, the only formerly contractually obligated podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burton. With me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Hanlick Breaker, also the longest continuously running podcast on the See Next Tuesday Podcast Network. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing great. Yeah. I think you enjoyed the show a lot more than I did yesterday. Yeah. yeah. We went and saw Weird Al last night at the Brady Theater. Yes. They want to pretend it's called something else. It's not. No. It still fucking says Brady Theater on the side of the building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Uber asked me when we were waiting to be picked up. It's like, is is the good name for this place the Brady Theater? I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, that is the correct name for this venue. I, I, I don't, even if you wanted to, because uh, the whole Brady thing is mm-hmm. uh, not what people think it is. And not factually accurate. Not factually accurate. Yeah. But even then... Just name it after a different Brady. Just say that's what they did with the the Brady Avenue. But then even then, that wasn't good enough. Uh, and they ended up re- be like it's the Wayne Brady Theater. It's now. it's uh they ended up re- now it's called Reconciliation Way. It's the Brad Y Theater because it's they named after this guy Brad Y. Yeah, the, it will never be good enough. We can never fucking yeah. apologize. It's been a hundred years. All those fucking people are dead. We've dumped all kinds of money into all kinds of fucking stupid programs in all the schools. The schools are still shit. They're not shit because we're not putting enough money into them. <laughs> They're shit for some other undiscernible reason of the type of people that go to those kinds of fucking schools. I can't quite put my finger on it but please for love of god let's keep apologizing for the rest of our fucking lives shut the fuck up that's just what that's that's the way it should be you don't need a fucking statue you don't need your john hope franklin fucking avenue you what you need to do is move the fuck on it's over you lost you're a conquered people shut the fuck up (laughs) you got a problem with it go the fuck back to africa sorry for bringing you to civilization jesus christ we fucking constantly have to apologize for the sins of the past. And my fucking family didn't even fucking live here. <laughs> anyway, they, sh- they should not rename the theater. They're trying to pretend like it's, all- it's always been the Tulsa Municipal Theater. Like, except for that, like, 65 years that it was the Brady Theater. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I went and saw Weird Al. So it was a concert. It reminded me of all the reasons why I hate concerts. Yeah. 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 Um. The lighting, you had valid reasons. The lighting was terrible. Yeah, and I, I'm not, I'm not the greatest lighting designer on the planet. Um, I'm pretty good, but when I say that I could do a better job than this, I mean that in the most simplistic manner possible. Yeah. The lighting was dog shit, except for one song they did when they did Craigslist. That was that finally was like oh we've got contrast and stuff but it was all done by accident because they just he just went like all fixtures at a rainbow scroll and also i'm going to add texture and i was like ah man you managed to make something that looks almost interesting but it's very clearly by accident um the sound was terrible the sound is it's might be the worst fucking santa concert i've ever seen really yeah the the sound guy was obviously a guitar player and guitar player sound guys are the fucking worst because you know what they like to hear in a mix guitar guitar they don't yeah. give a shit single fuck about anything else the drums the bass were mixed uh 
in you know a competent manner and after that it was it was just dog shit the keyboards were getting buried constantly couldn't yeah. hear fucking the accordion at all it was, and it was low yeah it was really really quiet the backup vocals were, were gone and you almost could, yeah and almost about gone. a third of the time al's voice was getting buried by the guitar tune it's like yeah. what the fuck are you doing we're here to see weird al i understand accordion is a shitty sounding instrument and <laughs> nobody fucking likes it but we came to an accordion player show you useless fuck <laughs> uh so that was obnoxious yeah um the seating, the seat, the seating wasn't that bad. It it was bad. It was not as bad as sitting in the house seats. The only reason why I bought those tickets was that we could sit in those folding chairs and not the house seats. Yeah, yeah. I mean that seating is bad too, though. They're not great, but like I said, it's the lesser of two evils in that space. Sure. I wish he'd play. You know, I'd much rather him have played the canes and it just be a fucking standing, standing room. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Ga standing room done. Yeah. Uh, and then, and I'll get into a lot of this in my issue, but it was the, it's the first and only show that I, they've had all of the like retarded shit going on for all the fake pandemic whatnot. Yeah. Uh, which was wild, but yeah, did not, did not really, he played a Christmas song. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah yesterday was June 1st Yeah, for anybody who's listening in the future. June 1st is about seven months away from Christmas, yeah. so it's a little fucking early to be playing even a Weird Al Christmas song. Yeah. And of the two Christmas songs, it's the one I don't like. Yeah. So yeah. he started playing that, and I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And I <laughs> left. I went into the bathroom and got another drink because no way to make it through. And then when I came back, he was playing something actually good. Yeah. I good think old good days. old days. Yeah. What do you think of the concert, Tim? I enjoyed it for yeah. the most part. I am less of a Weird Al fan now than I was when I walked into the theater last night. Really? Yeah. I gave you my copy of UHF. Yeah. And my signed poster. Yes. Yeah. That's, I'm, I have, I, to tell you what, Tim, I'll show you. I'll show you. So I spent all this time hunting down torrents uh, for all of Weird Al's music. It's, it's all right here in this Weird Al, Weird Al. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. You didn't even shift delete though. No. What is shift delete? Permanent delete. As in as in it bypassing the recycle bin. Oh, I I just empty the recycle bin. I have to re empty the recycle bin every time we record an episode because uh -huh. I get all these dead files. So yeah. That's what I feel that's how I feel about that. Huh. Yeah. That I'm good. I was thinking like, ah, oh, go see him again, and, you know, when he plays this uh, show of all parodies. No. No? No. In fact, I don't want to go to another concert for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah. If if Rush was the apex of concerts, this was the uh, whatever the opposite of apex is. Zpex. No, it's uh, there's there's a word for it. It's the bottom of the curve. But um, is it azimuth? No, no. azimuth is also apex. Yeah. Turning point. That doesn't sound right. So you enjoyed it? I did. Yeah, I'd, I'd go see him again. Yeah. Have fun. I will. Yeah. You also like to go to concerts. I, I don't, do. I don't like going to you concerts. You don't like going to concerts. Yeah. yeah. So it was because, you know, it was just, he did play Albuquerque, which I was, I was happy that about. Was amazing. Yeah. Could have, could have just walked out right then and probably salvaged the night. I mean, I think we probably should have just left after the show. Yeah. 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 
that would probably would have been for the best. Yeah. But even then, I was still pretty annoyed. I was pretty annoyed by that point. The fucking people next to us, we got there five minutes late. We got into the theater five minutes yeah, late. Yeah. And because we were standing in line getting a drink, for, getting a drink at the concession stand. And uh, the, the they've like sat in all of our chairs. They're like, oh, we didn't think you were coming. Like, what the fuck do you? <laughs> they're $350 tickets. Yeah. And what fucking world <laughs> do you think we're not coming? Yeah. It's the opener. It's Emo Phillips. And guess what? We knew what his fucking last bit was going to be. <laughs> Should have fucking stayed at the bar drinking for another fucking half an hour. Yeah, that stand-up set was terrible. They're clearly not concert goers because I've been to six shows. This year? This year. This year. Since January 1. Since January 1. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's somewhere around six. Uh, most of those shows, when the opener or when the... When the headliner gets on, yeah, uh, they, you know, the first one of the things they do is they're always like, "Hey, give a hand for our, you know, our openers." When their openers are on, you know what they say? Thanks for having us here. Thanks for coming out early. Ah, uh, yeah. Like I don't, I don't have anything against them, and I wasn't. If a, you're, if, uh, if if Al is three songs in, then you can think we're not coming. Yeah, yeah. When the fucking stand-up comedian is up there telling, like, he tells this, he has this weird, bizarre, non-sequitur type of humor that was very funny when I was, like, 14 years yes, old. Yes, the Mitch Hedberg. But not as clever as no, Mitch Hedberg. No, not as clever. No, um, no. But like, he's, he's that kind of... He's that style. That he style. had a couple of good jokes, but then yeah, he gets yeah. to his... He gets to his big closer, and it's like, this is the this is your big closer from your Comedy Central special from, like, 1998. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> 98. Uh, I don't know when that special was, but it was, it was like, it was like, um, it's the, if, if it's, it's the, if you've heard an Emo Phillips joke, it's that one. It's that one. Yeah. I was, it's like, it's, stunned. it's like, it's like a, a, a band closing with their top number one hit, but it doesn't work with comedy. No, it doesn't with, work with stand up. Yeah. Like stand up, like there's, there's an unspoken like cycle of standup, which is like standup guy writes material, tests it out, you know, uh, adds and drops stuff that doesn't work and does work stuff that you know and and changes it for you know we let's say like a year, yeah, maybe maybe more. It increases In the touring, ch well, changes the timing, like yeah, comes yeah, up yeah. with a better punchline, moves stuffs around, yeah, 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 shuffles it in the order, yeah, and then they do a special. Or an album. Or an album. Yeah. Uh, and then that's it. That material is dead. That material is dead. They start writing new, a new. Or well, they they have new material, and so the next, you know, yeah. they do the special Friday night. Maybe they do some of that material for the next month until it airs. But as soon as it's out in the in the open, you know, you go they, see them. They're doing they're completely doing completely different. new stuff. Yeah. When we saw Brian Regan, same venue, two or three years ago, and. He did, you know, all new material. And then for his encore, he came down and he's like, oh, hey, you know, uh, we do. I do all new material when I go on tour. But uh, is there any jokes anybody wants to hear? You know, any of your favorites? And, you know, there's some people that are like, like oh, I do uh, stupid in school. Yeah. Do this and that. And so he did like go back and do some of his his like classic material. Yeah. But that was an encore. That wasn't his big closer. Yeah. He, he, like, he came out and was like, hey, does anyone want to hear some of my old stuff? Yeah, like imagine like it. Like, well, wait, well, Al did the same thing. Like he came out and oh, for but, the he encore, but he, he lied. But he lied. <laughs> Fuck you! Don't go out there and be like any requests and then not do any requests. Yeah. 
Nobody was shouting end of the world as we know it. It's not one of your fucking songs. <laughs> that was another thing that was annoying. <sighs> UHF Albuquerque. That's really all I wanted to hear. Yeah. He played both of them. Should have just listened to the CD. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's hard to hard to quantify how annoyed I was, but at the end of the night, Tim could tell. I, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were standing outside, and I was like, I don't even know what to do with this fucking poster. I, I'm tempted to just throw it away. And Tim was like, I'll give it to my brother. And I was like, there you go. Fucking take it. <laughs> and then we got to trucking and Tuckin's house, and I was like, look, trying to grab my keys. And I remembered I left the keys inside his house, and I was like, oh, uh, one of you guys want this copy of UHF? I, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go fucking take it off my Amazon account, too. I'm just... I'm so beyond annoyed with with the whole everything. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, ne- never going there again. You know, I just. Yeah. Yeah. And don't really want to. I was thinking about seeing Crash Test Dummies again in, in August in St. Louis. And now I'm thinking I don't want to. I'm just I think I need to just not go to concerts ever again. If I want to listen to a band, they've got their fucking CDs. I'll buy a CD maybe or I'll just fucking torn everything because Rush is. Neil Peart is dead. Rush is not coming on tour again. I have no reason to see another concert for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah. I felt the same way about Cake, and but I was still like I still listen to Cake now and again. But that fucking evening with Cake concert that I went to years ago, I was so infuriating that um, I I was I was like I just really hate going to concerts. And I think it was several years before I went to a concert again because. Yeah. You know, it was an evening with cakes. They had no opener, but they didn't just start when the showtime was. They started with like an opener would have started 45 minutes after, you know, the showtime. So doors were open for 30 minutes. Show, we ended up hour 15. Plus, we got into the venue half an hour before doors. So we had been there for almost two hours by the time they actually started playing. That sucks. Yeah, I was pretty pissed off. Uh... And this wasn't quite that bad, but it was pretty bad. But uh, yeah, you ready? You want to jump into some issues, Tim? Sure. <clears throat> Go ahead. Here's what I don't get: uh, server lectures. Uh, so before we went to the show, we went out uh, to get some food. We went to a nice place here in town. Like it's it's a speakeasy. Mm-hmm. As, like you, as in you literally walk into a, an alley downtown and open a door in in an alley. There's a sign that's just a picture of a knife and a cocktail glass. Yeah. And that's how you know you're in the right spot. Yep. A uh, very nice place. Small, but you know, fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they, they give us a glass of wine and they sit us down, pour water, and our server then proceeds to lecture us for about 15 minutes. Oh, it took an eternity. It took an eternity because they have three menus. The, four. No, that was the funniest thing. She's like, right in front of you, you have three menus. And I'm looking at my menu and I'm it's like, just I only one. have one. I only yeah. have the one. And she's like, going, going, going. And I was like, sorry, let me just interrupt you for a second. We only have one menu. <laughs> she's like, oh, I took the menu off of your table. Like, well, that was real fucking smart, wasn't it? <laughs> And so then she had to go find those menus and come back and do the whole spiel. Yeah, because it's a fancy place, the menus aren't even like real menus. Like the main menu, the the main like regular menu, the one that was sitting at the table when we got there, has uh, appetizers, entrees, and dessert all in one row, not separated. Yeah. 
but in order. Yeah. Um, and it has the name of the dish, the price, and then um, of some and amount then, of the stuff in it. Some amount of the stuff in it, like a, ver- a varying amount of stuff in the dish. So, like, like if the dish has twenty five ingredients in it, it's like they put them all in a top hat and picked three. Obviously, the steak fritz comes with steak and fries, but also there's like blue cheese and uh, butter. And, yeah, and that's that's like so. It's a steak fritz, blue cheese slash butter, fifty five dollars. Yeah, and you're yeah. like okay, or like it would say uh, like jambalaya, salt, pepper, cumin. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so she had to like go through each one and be like. Here's what, what's actually in this. What's actually in this? Which in a in a, a regular restaurant, they would just have a little description underneath there. Yeah. The 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 teriyaki burger. Get our burger with our signature teriyaki sauce and a slice of grilled pineapple. I'm like, ah, oh, know what the teriyaki burger is? It's a burger with teriyaki sauce. Whereas and pineapple. in this place, it would be like teriyaki burger, pineapple, lettuce, onions. Yes. And you're like, what is this like? <laughs> Onions and pineapple in a lettuce wrap? What is this? Um, so she had to explain that. And then there's the high rollers menu. She had to explain the high rollers menu. And then the uh, so there's something else. Uh, there was a wine list. Oh, there was a wine there list. Was, it, it was, it was a, a spirits menu that did not include any of their whiskeys, vodkas, gins, or anything else. It, yeah, was, it was just wine beer and, and wine. beer. Yeah. And so I was like, can do you have a whiskey list? Like you're kind of advertised as like a, a speakeasy. So yeah. in my mind, you have gin drinks and whiskey drinks. And they're like, oh yeah, let me get that for you. I, and it's just like the one that she keeps in her server book. Yes. And it was just a list of things, no prices. So one of them was a 25-year-old scotch. And we're like, how much is this 25-year-old scotch? She's like, oh, our scotches are 12 to $14. Like, I don't think that's what that scotch costs. <laughs> sure enough, that's not what that scotch no, costs. No, it's not. $40. Yeah. That sounds about right. Um. But it was a great meal. I had Japanese wagyu. It was an amazing time. Um, and uh, but like we didn't. Shit. But it was you know we got there what, five o'clock. Yeah, it was five forty-five before our appetizer came out. Yeah, and I think it was after we had been halfway through our appetizer that we actually ordered our food. Yeah, and then yeah, I think we left there at like six, just before six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I. <sighs> I'm glad we got the lecture because there was not enough information on any of the menus. But it's it's a do, it's a but it's a double edged sword, which yeah. is why most of the time when I go somewhere and they're like, "Have you eaten here before?" I just say yes. Yeah. Uh, because it's a that that server lecture is annoying. I went and ate at this vegan restaurant once many years ago, and the guy like gave us this whole spiel, and the food was fucking terrible. And I should have known. I told the story on the podcast before, but I should have known that it was going to be a bad night. When, because you were at a vegan place? Well, that. But we sat down <laughs> and he's like, can I get you guys anything to drink? Like, yeah, can we just have uh, ice water? And just for whatever reason, we said it as ice water, not water. And he's like, oh, um, we serve our water at room temperature. I can go to the bar and see if we can get some ice for you. Like, no, you know what? Just whatever way you serve water, man. Um, doesn't really matter. We just said ice water because, like, and what the fuck is the matter with you? Should have just been like, yeah, we don't have ice. Just been like, okay, all right. You have a good day now. <laughs> like, do you not have a refrigerator? No, they had to have ice because they had a big bar where they're serving drinks on ice. They just don't put it in their water for some reason. It was 
It was bizarre. bizarre. It was a bizarre place where every dish served was served with a side of quinoa, and the burrito that I got was just like a fucking two inch long egg roll, just fucking packed to the rafters with quinoa. Man, it was it was not good. None of it was good. They brought us terrible nachos. The guy comes. And so I was with a vegetarian. That's why we ate at this place. Yeah. And it, it was Mexican food. And uh, we the guy comes and he's like, how is everything? And I was like, you know what? To be honest with you, all of this sucks. None of this meal has been good at all. Um, she likes vegetarian food. She's not enjoying this. And she was mortified by this conversation. <laughs> I don't know what kind of mood I was in, but I was being very honest. Because because most yeah. of the time you just go like, it's great. It's great. Yeah. I and threw I, up a couple of times, but it was great. And I'm like, and and I love meat. This is not food. This is not food. Yeah, I don't see how you can serve me a roll of quinoa with a side of quinoa. That's too much puffy white bullshit. <laughs> you either have rice or fucking beans or something. Something needs to be fixed here. Uh, I don't know what she had, but that's not good. The nachos were terrible. The whole and so the guy was like, "Well, let me go get my manager." And the manager came, comped our whole meal, and it was like, oh, "Good, because I'm going to Taco Bueno after this, because <laughs> I need to eat a real fucking meal, yeah. or I'm going to be very." I think that's what it was. Was the food was so bad that it just I was hungry, and then I'm eating terrible food, and I got so <laughs> fucking irritated by it that I was just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in a pissy mood for the rest of the night yeah. if I don't eat some fucking beef or." <laughs> Or chicken. But even then, like, you can go to Taco Bueno and get an entirely vegetarian meal. Yeah. And it's fine. Yeah. You can't go to a vegan restaurant and get a steak, though. Yeah. Uh, You can get a cauliflower steak. There's too many places that are making compromises. We walk past that place that makes the sandwiches, and they're like, every sandwich, they have a vegan alternative. Yeah. Just, no. Pick one one or the other. There are not that many vegans on the planet. One or the other. Yeah. You want to make vegan sandwiches? Go for it. I'm not coming. You want to make... Uh, you just need one. Just one. Yeah, one. Here, here's lettuce and uh, cat litter. You fucking worthless <laughs> guy. Yeah, the server lectures, um, it's very rarely do you get anything out of it. It's, no. It's the same thing at every fucking restaurant. Especially when the restaurant has like a theme or something they want to convey to you. That There's a restaurant that I love in Oklahoma City called Whiskey Cake. Uh-huh. And... Uh, they're a hundred mile restaurant, which means that everything that they serve is sourced, is sourced within a hundred miles, miles yeah. right? But they have to explain, and you can tell that because when you walk in, they have like all the ingredients that they use in the restaurant, and they have like from the, this dude's the farm. farms, yeah. yeah, the herbs and stuff. They have an herb garden outside. I think they grow the tomatoes on site, you know, for like part of the year. They can just put that on the door. We source everything. Well, there's a chalkboard. Yeah. Like you walk in, you see, it and you're like, oh, that's cool, because it says like. Farmer John's Farm, 25 miles. Farmer Jim's Egg Stand, 37 miles. You know, blah, 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 corn store. And it's all, you know, and so you get that idea. And then we fucking say, have you guys eaten here before? No, we have not. Oh, well, let me tell you a little bit about us. So we are blah. And they just fucking, a 10-minute spiel. Like, you know what? I could use, instead of this 10-minute spiel, a Dr. Pepper with no ice and my order put in. Yeah. So yeah, this I, that's why anymore I just say yeah 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 oh you come here all the time. Like, I've never seen you. This is, a, this is our opening day, different franchise. <laughs> this is the first time this has ever been. You know what? Just fucking I can read the goddamn menu. Yeah. I'm not an invalid. Yeah. Just fucking bring me a water and go, go away. 
We need to start talking about some very important topics like Batman and the most recent episode of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I figure it's, you know, it's for... Uh, white women. White women. Uh, it's so they can... It's so they can recite that spiel to their friends when they I went to this great place and they, they sourced everything within a hundred miles and, and yeah. they're uh, uh, dairy free and what's the theme of El Nopal our, one of our favorite restaurants in town good food good food yeah <laughs> uh, you know what you should check out El Nopal well what's their deal well they, they have a lot of food and it tastes good mm-hmm they have a bunch, like every meal seems to have a different sauce and all the sauces are good. They didn't tell us any of this. No, 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 no. We just eat there, <laughs> ate there a bunch of times because the first time the food was good, the second time the food was good, the third time the food was good, the 50th time the food was good. Like, yeah, no one's like, hey, man, you ever been to uh, Popeye's? <laughs> Here, let me tell you about them. They're a uh, Louisiana based uh, restaurant, uh, sort of like a Cajun thing going on. Um, and they serve primarily chicken. Primarily. I, now, I don't know if you've had, ever had chicken before. But it's a small bird. Yeah. 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 Uh, and the crazy thing is is um, they have this uh, spi- sp- spicy, spicy, spicy chicken. And <laughs> and it's got like, so so have you ever have you had fried chicken before? <laughs> just wanna... Well, fried chicken, yeah. <laughs> it's just annoying. Yeah. So annoying to... And it's delaying the thing while you're there, which is, you know, to eat the food yeah. and to spend time with whoever you're with. Uh, I really wish they'd stop doing it yeah. because and maybe maybe, you know, it's it's like a hard comparison. But, you know, like Outback Steakhouse there, you know, they don't, you don't walk into Outback Steakhouse and like, oh, did you know we're an Australian themed? <laughs> no, they're just like, what do you do? You want the rye bread? Yeah. All right. What do you want to drink? All right. What do you, do you know what you want to order? Yes. Cool. There you go. Here's all your food. Not fucking talking to you. Yeah, like put it on a piece of paper. Yeah, just write it there at the top of the menu. Yeah. Our restaurant is all about blah 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 blah, and then I can just skip right past that to the entrees, where is stay steak. Ah, <laughs> there you go. What do you got? Sirloin, New York strip, ribeye, bone-in ribeye. Done. I'm ready to order. I can read. Uh, you know, you go to diners. When they have the daily specials, and they just have it like on a little board there. Yeah, chalkboard. Yeah, you don't need to ask. Oh, what's the uh, soup of the day? Because then that was the other thing. It last night was she's like she explains all that to us. She's like, and then there's the dessert, but the dessert's a new thing every day. So when we get to that point, I'll tell you about it then. Like, can we just get this lecture out of the way now? <laughs> I feel, it felt like a college class, yeah, right? Yeah, Where yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah. like, oh yeah, we'll pick this up in uh, tomorrow's lecture. Like, we still have 15 minutes. Could we blast through some of that and then maybe not come back in the end of the semester? Yeah, because that would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, um, boy did they love their mushrooms god oh yeah the can put mushrooms on yeah. everything yeah. disgusting disgusting vile that steak tartare was fungus. fucking great it though. was pretty good that bread yeah yeah no the food was the food was excellent oh food was amazing yeah uh tim got the what was it it was a strip steak strip steak it was covered in blue cheese for some fucking reason yeah uh trucking and tucking got their chateaubriand yeah Filet, center cut filet that was was pretty good, and then I got the wagyu that was. During the show, I kept burping, and I'd kind of taste the wagyu, and uh-huh. I'd just kind of be like, "Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it was like on a marble lazy susan." Yeah, I mean, it better have be for what you paid for it. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck, it was fantastic. Yeah, 
Apex of steak. Apex of steak. Yeah, that was the thing too. Was that like she's telling us all this stuff, and I, you I, know, I, yeah. I caught the menu sitting on the table, and I was like, "That says Wagyu." I'm buying the Wagyu. I don't know. I don't fucking whatever the dollar amount is following Wagyu. I will pay it. Just want to try the Wagyu. Yeah, but it was fun. It was a cool place to go. Glad yeah. we went. I'd go again. And uh, say like, yeah, I don't know if I'd go again. I'd go again. But yes, oh, I come here all the time. I. You oh, don't don't worry. You you're good. Good. I know what I want. Yeah. Now, if I were gonna go, there's another one. There's another speakeasy in town. I think oh, it's really? like Red Door. Huh. There's Bull in the Alley. There's that one. Boston Title and Abstract. We went last night, and then I think it's Red Door. That's another steakhouse slash uh, speakeasy. That that might be worth checking out. But uh, yeah, well, uh, let me tell you what this episode's all about. So every week, Tim and I sit down, <laughs> and bring in two things each that we don't get. We t- discuss them for ten to fifteen minutes per uh, per issue, and then after we've done two issues, we move into a new segment where Tim brings in some news of the weird. <clears throat> blah 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 blah. Who gives a fuck? Here's what I don't get. Uh, still falling for the scam, Demic. So that brings us to why last night sucked. <laughs> so uh, I work in the concert industry. I see all the shit. Yeah. There's a lot of signs on a lot of places when you go to see a show that says proof of China virus vaccine vaccination, um, fake vaccination or yeah. negative test within 72 hours required for attendance. Right. And that's just like a disclaimer that they've been slapping on everything, everything. for the last yeah. year and a half since since events started coming back in the at the end of 2020. And so, you know, that was on our tickets and it was like, okay, yeah, but you know, it was on the Megadeth tickets. It was on, it's been on a bunch of stuff and and nobody's really enforcing it. And, uh, we come walking up to the Brady and there's a guy standing out there. He's like, yeah, you got your, uh, your vaccination cards. Like, excuse me, what? Oh, you guys are actually checking these. (laughs) All right. Let me just. You know, uh, let me just explain to you why you are. It's a, it's a huge violation of HIPAA. But uh, yeah, here's a picture of something that looks like a vaccine. And then, and then, oh, I need to check your ID, too. Guy looks at my ID for all of like a 15. Oh, yeah, you have an ID. You showed me a photo on your phone and an ID. So it must be must true. Be fine, yeah. um, and I was like, OK, this is ridiculous. So then we go. So we had VIP tickets because, again, I, like I said, I don't like to sit in the house chairs. I like to sit in the folding chairs, which are slightly more roomy and there's slightly more distance between the rows. And uh, so then we went to the VIP check-in and they're like, do you guys have masks? Like, uh, fucking no. <laughs> do you realize where you are? In Oklahoma, this scamdemic has been over since like fucking late 2020. Yeah. We do not give a fuck. Uh, and like, oh, you have to have a, you have to have a mask for the meet and greet. Here, here you go. You can have one. So put one in my pocket and, uh, you know, show ends up being, but they gave us a bag of coffee. Which was just bizarre. They give us a bag of coffee, and they're like, we will mail you the coffee cup mugs. And I'm like, I didn't even know we were getting I think we got a poster and a meet and greet. I didn't realize there was coffee and a mug involved. (laughs) And if you're going to mail the mug, mail mail the the fucking coffee. (laughs) We're not going to give you your poster until after the show. That way you don't have to hold the whole show. Give me the coffee then. Where am I supposed to put this? So then the whole show, about every like five, ten minutes, you'd get like someone would shift. They'd they'd squeeze their bag a little bit and the smell of coffee would just come (laughs) over you. It was because our it was the whole center section was VIP. Yeah, yeah, we were all. Yeah, yeah. And so it was it was just uh, it was weird. It was was a weird thing to be given. Yeah. 
Uh, we should have had some of that coffee today. Yeah. Although I think, oh no, mine's in the car. We could have had some. Anyway, uh, so we we you go through all that shit. They give us our lanyards. They give us our sticky badges. I fucking hate sticky badges. And then it comes time. You know, the show ends. They're like, all right, everybody, your meet and greet. You're going to go upstairs. And then we're going to go this meet and greet. And then they're like, if you have a mask, we appreciate if you wear it, but we're not actually going to enforce it. Like, then why was I fucking <laughs> handed one? So we go, we go to the meet and greet, and we're just like, you get to meet a Weird Al twice. Like, oh, that's, how cool is that? The first time is to, for a photo op. Yeah. And the photo op is the same way. Now you've been, you don't go to the circus, Tim, no. but my family we go to the circus all the time. One of the cool things about the circus is sometimes you get your, uh, picture taken with an exotic animal. Uh. Like we have a family photo with a bear. Nice. Yeah. Now the family photo with a bear is very similar to the photo of you, me, trucking and talking <laughs> with Weird Al in that there is a plexiglass divider yeah. between the bear and us uh-huh. and the, and they shoot it end on. So you can't really see it except you can see that I'm pressed flat against it. Yeah. Um, because then we tried to jam, I think three or four people into like this seat that's supposed to be for two, but sure. there's a family photo, not like an individual photo. Anyway, it's the same layout. They have like a pipe and drape, sticks up with with uh plastic wrap yeah, yeah. like we're fucking setting up a, a hazmat area <laughs> outside of uh anthrax attack and weird al's on one side and we're on the other and they're like we're gonna photoshop it like you guys are standing next to one another like this is embarrassing because i've seen meet and greet photos and normally it's like the person that you're meeting and greeting in the center and everyone around, around them. them but yeah. this is like it's, it's just so fucking stupid yeah. and it's so fucking stupid because weird al got the fucking virus not a month ago <laughs> and all these goddamn precautions, their their guitar player was sequestered downstairs somewhere, uh-huh. so there was just an empty seat next to him while he played in the basement somewhere. Like, all of this shit, none of it's working. Couldn't get my copy of UHF signed because we're not passing anything across the curtain. Uh, he's he's going to sign these posters and then be giving to you. It doesn't spread on surfaces, retard. So this copy of UHF that I bought specifically to get signed at this fucking meet and greet, unsignable because ah we got this oh there's a didn't you know there's a pandemic going on not here in america (laughs) you fucking dumb retard but god fucking forbid these celebrities get sick so then so we take our photo with the fucking man inside a prison and i was even we were talking to someone after everything he came out i was like how was the mean green was like well it kind of sucked i mean i felt like i was visiting someone in prison he's like yeah i wish i had known i would have worn a prison uniform like (laughs) see that would be very funny yes uh so after that, they have us go sit down again. Then you get to go get a signing and you can go talk to Weird Al for as long as you want to. I think everyone talked to him for about 15 seconds because uh-huh. he did not say a fucking word no, to he anyone. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure part of that is like he's vocal, vocal rest. And, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, it was like he was just signing posters. Weird Al Yankovic. Here's a poster. Weird Al Yankovic. Here's a poster. Weird Al Yankovic. Here's a poster. And like a guy, a few guys in front of us goes, he's like, actually, can you make it out to my son? And the guy, it's like, what's the son's name? Yeah. Something stupid. All right. All right. I got to re-sign a new poster. Like, holy shit. Sorry you're so put off by having <laughs> fans. Jesus Christ. But he's he's behind this, still behind this plexiglass, the plexiglass thing yeah, yeah. with a KN95 mask on, which doesn't fucking work. And once again, I cannot reiterate enough, he had the virus not a month ago. 
Not a month ago. So how is that fucking injection working for you, you fucking dumb cunt? How is it working for you? And all I can do in watching this shit is just be like, God, I wish I hadn't fucking seen any of this. Yeah. Because if I hadn't seen this, if I hadn't had to go through this bullshit, I would still enjoy Weird Al's music. But now I kind of think he's a fucking useless tool who buys into any kind of fucking propaganda and not at all counterculture, which is why he became famous in the fucking first place. Yeah, there was a, there was a lady that... Uh when we were we were like getting in line and all this stuff, she was she said something about like, uh, yeah, that's why his name is Weird Al, not conforming at all. Yeah, yeah, and she was right. But yeah, we got to follow all these rules and be behind these plexiglass things. It's like, I I'd rather just just refund me the money because this is not this is not a meet and greet. Yeah. This is a fucking uh, animal zoo. Oh look, he's you know he's on the other side of this plastic thing. It's almost no different than seeing him there on the stage. I yeah, mean, basically, it's it was what a, a fifth of the distance that we were from the stage was through, but through the plexiglass. Like yeah, people in the front row got the same experience twice. Yeah, I, I just if you're so afraid, don't go on tour. It's it's over. It is over. Like shitheads like the fucking Eagles want to impose all that bullshit because they think they're they're hot stuff. Um, but everybody else, you know, we had Jack White here. Jack White and I ran into each other in the hallway. <laughs> no mask, no nothing. He goes, hey, I'm like, howdy. Or he said something like that. Or like, yeah. what's up, man? I don't remember what it was. And I was like, and because I didn't realize it was Jack White at first. And like, I see, I see those kinds of artists. And 18,000 people, you know, less than that because it wasn't a full, fully seated arena. But you just did a concert with 2,000 people. Yeah. Sitting in there, singing your lyrics right back to you. That's why you got sick. You yep. didn't get sick from a <laughs> VIP meet and greet. You got sick because you're being you're exposing thousands, yourself because there's thousands, thousands of people, people a day yelling at their screaming like screaming at the top of their lungs. Yeah, towards you. And for an hour, hour and a half, just yeah. filling a space with. Yeah, that's why you got sick. That's what happened. I'm sure you got sick on every tour you've ever been on before because I've watched and heard from people that go yeah. on tour. I talked to roadies on, oh, yeah, I always get like a cold or something because yeah. you're just there's you're dealing uh, with thousands, thousands of, people of people every day. I don't know if there's any any other profession uh, where you meet as many people I, I mean, other than like pilots. But uh, even then, uh, pilots are sequestered in. The yeah, they say hello to you as you walk past. Yeah, so you know, I mean, a cashier at like a really, really big, big box retail store in a big, big city may see you know, or I guess the, airport, like an, a, an airport, yeah. uh, one of those people that works at the counter. Yeah, yeah. Th there are where people pass by you, but that is really, really not the norm. Most of us, we have an office with you know thirty people in in our office. Yeah. You know, somewhere in that, if you if you're in a big company and you're like, oh yeah, we're we're on three different floors, like oh yeah, you got like 150 people in in our office that you interact with, but and even then it's short term, yeah. and and it's not screaming. Just I mean, people go to concerts and just scream. Yeah, that's what they're doing. That's why I wear earplugs to all of them. Yeah. Uh, so like, it's just this stupid, um. Yeah, you know, the the thing is called the ill advised vanity tour, and it really does feel that way. Because if you're so afraid that that I need to do all make all these accommodations for your safety, like then then why then why is my safety not important? I get to make that choice, but you like, yeah, you just let it go, just let it go. It's over, it's over. We've we've conquered it. Like 
everybody's saying that it's oh yeah it's gonna be endemic and we're just going to get it once a year and you're gonna have to get your fucking stupid fake shots once a year just like the flu well guess what bucko never gotten a fucking flu shot never gotten the fucking flu um so i'm pretty confident in my body's ability to robustly fight <laughs> off infection regardless of anything yeah. and i should be the one to make that fucking decision if i was weird out i'd go on tour because i know i'm not gonna get sick because i'm not an old fucking useless hag i just i cannot believe that people still buy this shit like we went to the we went to the renaissance fair last weekend and i went the weekend before and there were still people walking around outside in may it's hot yeah wearing masks like you're you just cannot fucking be given new information no. like people have this finite amount of information they can be given and once they get to that threshold they just cannot learn anything more it doesn't spread outdoors it does say it with me it doesn't spread outdoors and like i feel like i've fucking repeating myself because i've been saying this for two goddamn years <clears throat> and nope but they're still wearing their mask they're still driving around their car in their fucking mask and it's like you have got to fucking ease up, ease up, you know. <laughs> Haven't you heard there's a new one coming? Monkeypox. Monkeypox. Don't have any gay sex. You'll be fine. No. Um, but but these people buy into the fear, and then that makes it easier to sell them on the fear for the next one. And I, Yeah, it sounds like they're really ramping up the monkeypox thing. Oh, yeah, they're talking about, they're like locking down Belgium and shit. And like, what are you? It's a sexually transmitted disease. What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> Primarily in gay communities. Like, uh, let's let's ease off the bullshit, but we got a midterm coming up, so we got to stop that. Well, I wonder why, not, why they don't call it monkeypox 2, then. Why? Because uh, AIDS is monkeypox? Yeah. Well, because I don't. you don't get pox from AIDS. Uh. I think this, you actually get, like, the uh, little boils. So, it's... But, yeah, it, if you keep... Nobody can learn. People can't fucking learn from nope. their experiences. Like, ah, they. I, we talked about it before in, uh, you know, a taking an acting class or a creative writing class, script writing. Um, they talk about tactics and motives and yeah. how every time your character try in a conversation, their char one character wants something, the other character doesn't want to give it to them. And so the one character has to constantly change tactics to try and get the other character to give in. And... The other character has to change tactics to try and stop more tactics from coming. And I now realize that's completely unrealistic because people will just remember the same shit forever. Oh, monkeypox, we better, uh, you know, if it, if, it, if it even saves one life, we should do it. If it even saves one life, we should do it. Oh, but uh, you're not allowed to have health care because you didn't get your fake shot. Yeah, I, I I gotta just stop going to concerts because I I don't like Weird Al anymore. I've loved Weird Al for fucking I don't even know how long, twenty plus years. Yeah, I just gone. No interest in seeing him again. Uh, no interest in really listening to any more music of his. Uh. I'll sell my VIP backstage badge. There were only what, like 400 of us that went to that. Mm -hmm. Those are, those are going to be super rare. It's <sighs> what I enjoyed about last night was spending time with you and trucking and tucking, going to a nice dinner, 
But we could have just done that. We could have just done that. Yeah. That would have been that would have been just as enjoyable to me. I don't know what I don't know what Truckin' and Tuckin's feeling on it is. I know you enjoyed the show, but for me personally, it was just like a reminder that some people can't let go of of voluntarily living in hell. And um, I don't want to live in hell. I want to live in America, where Christmas takes place in December, and people come and go as they feel fit because they are comfortable in their own risk assessment abilities. Why even bother having? I mean, if if you just don't have the meet and greet, yeah, just refund a portion of our ticket prices and cancel the meet and greet. Here, we'll give you these signed posters. They were signed by him in this coffee, in this mug, and like, ah, we'll give you a free t-shirt. Because... It doesn't make sense. And not not to say, like, I don't think... I don't think even in a world without that plastic divider, there would have been any kind of meaningful conversation. No. But he would have had, like, a, a cool picture and a copy of UHF that was signed. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, here's my copy of UHF that was signed. You know, it was filmed in my hometown. One of my favorite movies. But now Tim has an unsigned copy of UHF. And he was like, I was just thinking about buying this. Like, don't even bother. <laughs> don't give him another fucking dollar. No. Anyway, well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Rikita News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, well, our first news story uh, comes to us from Italy. Okay. Uh, land of pasta. And also uh, the worst crime uh, uh, in, in induced onto humanity. Catholicism. Oh. Uh, a survey from a Vatican-approved religious university in Rome found that Catholic exorcists currently feel overworked and undersupported by their bishops. Uh, apparently Italian exorcists spoke to researchers at the Regina Apostolorum's <laughs> 16th annual exorcism course in Rome, attended by 120 participants, uh, said that uh, um, they need more support from psychologists to determine whether people are mentally unstable or demonically possessed. Uh, uh, recently, a father, Giuseppe Bernardi, claimed to have performed a nine-hour exorcism on a woman who hurled abuse in Latin and assaulted monks. <laughs> uh, the woman's father thought she was suffering from a psychiatric problem, uh, but the mother believed she was possessed by a demonic influence. Uh, and so the father had to seek help from psychologists to determine whether she was disturbed or possessed. Um, but he had to go, uh, like through the back channels, not through the church. The church wouldn't help him with, so the church is like, no, 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 no she's a demon. Yeah. There's, there's no question. She's a demon. And the guy's like, eh, she could just be crazy. <laughs> the church is like, well, why don't we try to get the demon out of her yeah. first? <laughs> yeah. And if that kills her, then we'll know that she's yeah, yeah. crazy. We like to think that like the Salem witch trials were this thing that happened in the past and we've grown past that, but mm. it has, it, no, no, that is, that is exactly what humanity is. Yeah. We are all evil, nasty creatures oh, yeah. that want to destroy anything that we don't like. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, they say that the 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 lines for like uh, exorcism help are way too long. They the longs the lines are too long of crazy people being like, "Yeah, I got Satan in me." Uh, they also apparently are having trouble conducting exorcisms on people with COVID. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there are 290 exorcists in Italy. Holy shit. And 37 in Spain, which I think is the second runner up. Uh, in the UK and Ireland, there's 28. Uh, I. Sometimes you're like, oh yeah, exorcists. That that's a thing that used to happen. Yes. Yeah. No, it's like, oh yeah, that's that's like a that's like a myth. Yeah. It's like you had to go. You, there, it would be like, oh, do we we need an exorcist? Do we know any priests that were exorcists? And it's like this one old priest and his his mentor was an exorcist. And it's like he kind of knows how to do it, and he's got to go in there and like yeah. get um uh Pazuzu out of the out of the girl. Yeah. And and you know, but no, apparently that was all apparently, relegated to horror movies these yeah, days. But apparently, it's like a fucking thriving economy of lying to people. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, our next news story comes to us from California. Kind of, uh, six people are facing felony recycle fraud and grand theft charges connected to a suspected multi-state scheme to defraud California's beverage container recycling program. Did, did my dad send this to you? Yes. Yeah, he sent it to me too. Uh, investigators believe that the suspects illegally smuggled over nine tons of empty <laughs> bottles and cans from Arizona to the Los Angeles area to fraudulently redeem recycling deposits. Uh, since consumers outside of California do not pay the California redemption value deposits on beverage purchases, these containers are not eligible for uh, redemption. Uh, but these guys, uh, they did. Uh, they did the plot that episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. More than $10 million in redeemed in cans and redeemed bottles. Cans and bottles. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've always like, you know, you, you maybe see, you like, guys should stop charging redemption fees and refunds, you yeah. useless fucks. Maybe then people wouldn't be scheming you out of money. Yeah, you always see like on the can or the bottle, it's like these are worth one cent in your state or fifteen F- cents in Michigan. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Five cents everywhere. I actually yeah. I've got a can right here. Yeah, let's uh, see what it says. Uh it doesn't say anymore. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if the ones from Paxton don't, don't have them anymore. I wonder if they now like sequester them based on where they go. Probably, probably have a lot easier time. But yeah, it's like five cents and a bunch of you know. I know Iowa has it, and the idea is that they want you to pay a deposit so that you'll come back and and bring the can back and and get it redeemed. And but it's like this never ending cycle of you never actually get the money back. Yeah, yeah. And the money's just always in the system. So. Yeah, pretty shitty. And then, you know, that nine tons, that $10 million, I bet I would bet money that that California has made more than $10 million off of people like me who were in California for some godforsaken reason, uh-huh. bought a bottle of, you know, Dr. Pepper or Coke or whatever at a gas station on the way out of the state, never got their fucking redemption. Or so, you know. I would guess that you guys have made money on this and this is just kind of really the the universe kind of counterbalancing back <laughs> out, you fucking cunts. I want to see the... Um, 
I want to see California firebombed into just an yeah. I want to see. I want to see the cinematic movie version of this heist. Mm. It's probably just someone who had like their. You know, I I you, I knew someone who worked in California but lived in Arizona, mm-hmm. and it was probably someone like that. And they would just gather up cans and shit, and then they when they were at work on Wednesday, they'd go drop all their cans in the machine, get you know twenty or thirty dollars, go back home. Well, we've got one last news story. Uh, this one comes to us from the dark, deep depths of the internet. Uh, Tyler, are you familiar with War Thunder? No. Okay, War Thunder is a uh, online video game. It's a uh, like you get in tanks and planes and and shoot people. But it's it's a uh, it's like for history nerds, mm-hmm. uh, where like everything is like super. Uh, not realistic, but like super accurate, right? And uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, it was a year or two ago, someone leaked classified documents uh, to the game developer. I think it was like a it was in a forum for the game mm-hmm. um, to be like uh, like this panel on the on this tank is wrong. <laughs> uh, and then it happened a couple months later. In with a you know it's something else. Well, it's happened for a third time. Um, you guys got to get less autistic fans. <laughs> uh, this was uh, reported by OSIN Technical. Uh, a Chinese MBT crew member just leaked a lot of classified shell information on the War Thunder forum. Wow. Um, so they leaked. Uh, it's the penetrator section of a chinese tank round it's the whole technical diagram for the thing um <laughs> just to like win an argument online that is amazing level uh, of pettiness it was, it was july 2021 was uh um it was a leak from someone who could have been a commander in the royal tank regiment of the uk he uploaded uh, documents to the war thunder forums detailing the technical specifications of britain's challenger 2 tank um, in an effort to prove that the game had gotten details wrong about the tank. Um, and after that happened, uh, they have like started like, I mean, they didn't want like just people fucking leaking documents here and there. So the game company has to be like, uh, like have to, has like confirm like whether this information is declassified or not before before they they can act on it. Yeah, it says uh, we have written confirmation from the Ministry of Defense that this document remains classified. By continuing continuing to disseminate it, you are in violation of the Official Secrets Act as stated by the warning on the cover of the, doc- of the document, an offense which can carry up to a 14-year prison sentence if prosecuted. Um, of this, you are already aware. As a service person, you have signed a declaration that you understand the act and what actions it compels you to take. Um, that was after the that that was the um, like the that was the statement from the game company to that first, the British tank, uh, document Control panel guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the second leak was on the French Leclerc main battle tank. Uh, but yeah, this most recent leak was, uh, about Chinese, uh, shells. I saw the diagram. Yeah. And it's, it, it's literally like, I mean, it's the entire technical specifications of how those shells are made. 
Yeah. I have a real problem with information being classified. Oh, me too. Uh, because it's, you know, it's our shit. And, you know, oh, we don't want the Chinese to get it. Chinese all got it. They got it. They, yeah. they got it. Yeah. Uh, so what, just, you know, put that shit out there. Let everybody see it. Keep your stuff out in the open, as they say. Well, uh, that this has been the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, it takes care of our legal obligations, uh, but you know it doesn't take care of Tim. What? Buying more rhinestone memorabilia. If you want to help us with our endeavor to collect all of the ridiculous rhinestone memorabilia we can, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWADG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we're going to be trying to fulfill all of our past due bonus content before the end of episode 300. So uh, stay tuned over there. Uh, Tim, you got a new poster today. I did. I bought a Japanese rhinestone movie poster yeah and i gave it to tim today and it's not just the rhinestone movie poster in japanese which would uh, by itself yeah be cool it's like the japanese poster it's a fully designed different japanese poster which apparently there are no high-res images of on the internet so tim is going to be the originator of some some fine japanese uh imagery but uh yeah I, I I think I showed that to you on eBay, and I was like, hey, check this out. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. Japanese posters are really cool. And I was like, they are really cool. I'm going to go ahead and, it was, you know, not that expensive. Go ahead and buy this for Tim. Look at this uh, signature of the sender. That's a bunch of squiggly lines. <laughs> that's called Japanese, you dumbass. I'm sure it is. Well, uh, Tim, what is your second issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Fish bees. Uh, fish bees like doing this and and whales bees doing that (laughs) (laughs) fish bees swimming in the ocean white people bees like and fish bees like (laughs) no uh bees are now fish bees are fish bees are now fish according to the california court we have always been at war with eurasia bees have always been fished (laughs) um i was gonna bring this as a news segment in but um it made me mad yeah um so if anyone hasn't heard uh uh there was a legal dispute that started in 2019 between the california fishing game commission and major major agricultural groups the commission wanted to list four species (coughs) of bumblebees as endangered species uh but uh they listed them under fish because bees are invertebrates. Okay. Which Wait. falls under the California Endangered Species Act's definition of fish. Fish are vertebrates, though. Fish, birds, mammals, lizards. Uh, the C, the California Endangered Species Act uh, doesn't protect all invertebrates. So they took the bumblebees off the list, and then they, then they appealed. The bees appealed, or did some like retard appeal for the them? bees appealed? The, because they were like they say it's like the fucking bee movie. <laughs> um, so I think I can go to. Uh, this? I guess not. Um. Amphibians, that's the other that's the other vertebrate. 
Fish or vertebrates? Something is not correct here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, so the, the CESA's definition of fish apparently isn't limited to, to, you know, purely aquatic, um, things that are, that live in water. Like, yeah. then, then make them amphibians. Well, like, cause they, amphibians live in water and also on land. Yeah. Or just change the law and add bees back into it. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. But what made me mad is like this 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 news it it got around. Yeah. Because it's funny. Yeah. And it is funny at first. But then you know, what got to me was like this is how fucking dumb laws work. Exactly. This is how like bullshit gets skirted around and and uh moved around uh like even when you go to you know on the federal level oh a great example of this is gun laws yeah you know like short barreled rifles you have to have a special permit for but then you can get a a barrel a short barrel rifle that's not actually a short barrel rifle but instead a, a technically a pistol mm-hmm but if you put a brace on your pistol, that makes it a short barrel rifle, rifle, which was then also again illegal. And so there's just so many stupid little caveats to just basically allow the ATF to exist. Yeah. Things like this B deal where bureaucracy takes precedence over common sense. Yeah. And then all the while people go like, if we just had common sense gun control nationwide, we would not have school shootings anymore. Like now, if we didn't have the CIA, we wouldn't have fucking school shootings anymore. You know, but like you said, it's it's the lack. It's the law versus common sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, if the bee people are, are telling the government, "Hey, these four species of bees are low in population and they're they're endangered," can you please add them to the endangered species list? They should just like. I mean, they should just be like. That all seems right. like a one-page bill, right? Uh, Not even a bill. It's just like add them to the list. All right, we like we'll read the documents that that all checks approved like literally just someone typing in all right bees click the endangered box all right you're good yeah oh like a form or something some office would just be like oh so their their population is under like five million or whatever the fucking number is Mm -hmm. yeah okay even if i had to go through that through their legislature again one page one page bill Uh, we're going to, uh, this B species A, B species B, B species C, B species D are considered in danger until their population goes above this threshold and stays there for this amount of time. Yeah. We And we and we check it every year. And we check it every year. And then, you know, the Department of Wildlife, the, uh, under the purview of the Department of Wildlife. Yeah. And then, like, who's going to vote against that? Like, yeah, uh, the representative from Oklahoma says, fuck those bees! <laughs> fuck those bees right in the ass! Like well, what happens uh, is just is a representative from Oklahoma allergic to bees. I do not have to answer that question. <laughs> Fuck you, you fucking bee lover. Well, what happens is you know that goes in, and then you know someone is like you know, the representative from Wyoming is like, oh, that's gonna pass. No, that's gonna pass easy. Yeah. Why don't we slip in there that cheese is now illegal in the entire United States? <laughs> and then. Everyone votes no for, or all these people vote no for it, and then everyone else that hates cheese but loves bees votes yes for it, and it 
uh, let's say it doesn't go through. It doesn't. But, then, go, but yeah. then there's an attack ad like Tom Jones from New York voted against, against the, saving bees. Against saving bees. It's like no, I just really love cheese, man. Uh, yeah, that the whole the whole political like our whole political system is so beyond so fucked. fucked. Yeah. Um, there's just, there's so much fat and layers of, we always see those stories, right? Where it's like, did you know it's illegal to walk backwards on the sidewalk, eating an ice or cream cone on whaling, a Sunday? Whaling is illegal in Oklahoma. Yeah. It's like, yeah, those, those laws just get their way in there and it's never, we, we really need a system where it's one issue, one vote. Yeah. That's it. You want to pass a law? It needs to fit on one piece of paper. It needs to be uh, understandable by the common man, and it it can't be added to. Yeah. If you want to add to it, throw it away, write a new one. Throw it away, write a new one. And sure, it would slow the system down. They wouldn't be able to vote on anything, but that's really what we need. Because what they do is they put these like omnibus bills together where they reclassify bees as fish. And then the news is like, they reclassified bees as fish. And meanwhile, it's like, oh yeah. And we put, we decided to spend $10 million on uh, affordable housing for pedophiles, something nobody wants. Yeah. <sighs> and the media, it's like all complicit too, in that the media only covers like the very little parts mm -hmm. of it, you know, while, while things are happening, like the guy, while they're, while they're, incessantly covering the Amber Heard trial, the guy that faked the whole Russian dossier for the, to go for the Clinton campaign was uh, pardoned, not pardoned. He was found not guilty by a jury. And, and the prosecutor was a massive donor to the Clintons. And one of the members of the, several members of the jury were Democrats. And so it's just like, how did this how did this news story not catch any traction? Yeah. Uh oh, it's because we're talking about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Did Johnny Depp be and then all these fucking people are like, Oh, Amber, you know, me too's over. We got yep. you, Amber Heard, and they're so fucking excited. It's like, yeah, congratulations on your little Pyrrhic victory. Uh, you have lost so much in the intervening time that you spent looking into that fucking hellscape. Yeah. I did I what happened to Johnny Depp is a real shame. I'm glad he got his day in court. Glad he got exonerated and she got proven to be a fucking terrible, despicable human being. Uh, but I also would I would still sleep just fine at night had I not known that John, any, of it. any of it. Yeah, that he was a like any of it. Yeah, I'm sure he's a I'm sure he's a fine fellow. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure yeah. he's just a fucking boy scout. Uh, but you know that gets that gets hours and hours of media attention. Meanwhile, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. She was found guilty. She was sent to prison for selling uh, sexual slaves to the elites. Mm -hmm. Why have there been no indictments of these sexual pedophiles she was selling kids to? What's the deal? What's going on there? Mm -hmm. Huh? Oh no, no, nobody wants to look into that. We don't, we're not going to look into the trial at all. Not going to report any of the minutes. Just fucking ah, sweep right that right under the rug. You guys hear there's a monkey pox outbreak going on? <laughs> Check this shit out. Yeah, it's. We live in a hell world, man. Yeah. We live in a hell world. Where that's like, bees that, are that fish. shit is, yeah, that it's, it's literally like, I mean, it's dystopian. It's. You know, we have all this media, and I talked about this before, too, where, like, companies are evil, 
and they yeah. uh, usurp the democratic process to get what they want and fuck the little man. And like we watch all these movies and TV shows that happens and we're like, yeah, these companies are bad. And then we like, while we're watching the show, log on to Amazon. We're like, yeah, I'd like to buy an Am. Oh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy some HDMI cables. I guess I'll buy the Amazon, Amazon basic ones, ones yeah. not the yeah, yeah. not from another company. Or you know, go to a, you can't even go buy HDMI cables at a store anymore. Amazon, why haven't you upgraded your your profile picture for June? Oh, have they not? Oh, that's yeah, they haven't done that yet. I, I don't know. They, they better get on it, man. Better start fucking pedophile awareness month is going on right now. We need to see it. Like, and everything's just the token amount. It's the token amount of, of interest. Yeah. Come, come next week. People have forgotten that Fisher bees, there'll be some other silly story covering mm-hmm. up another silly story or illustrate. And, and like you said, the, the real interesting part of the story is not that Fisher bees. The interesting part of the story is that our laws are so fucked up that in order to protect an endangered species, we have to, change their entire phylum and i mean according to this like you said like they say fish are invertebrates so they're even stupider than than they deserve and and so the story is not like look look at how fucked this is like maybe we should take a look at all of these stupid laws and try and streamline it there was a study several years ago that i read about where they had this like Lincoln log building or, or wooden blocks or whatever it was. And they had this roof piece and you had to put the roof piece on there and they gave you like $50. And for every block you added to the, to the tower, you had to pay a dollar. And for every block you took off, it cost you $0. Okay. So the simplest way to put the roof piece on the building was to remove four blocks that were just awkwardly placed. But the majority of people ended up spending 18 or more blocks to restructure the roof to be able to put this roof piece on because as, as people, when we see a problem, we don't look at a problem and think, what do I take away to fix this? We mm-hmm. think, what do I need to do to fix this? Yeah. And so we keep doing things and we just keep doing things. And the more things you do, the more things like counter one another, and then you end up putting too many gears in the system. It's like that classic picture of it's the like teachers, parents, students working together and they're all gears, but they're put together in such a way that the mechanism would never, ever possibly work. <laughs> uh, and that's what we've, that's the system we created where we just keep adding gears. And so if you need something to spin, you're like, oh, I guess I better fucking build a new set of gears over here. But or, then eventually um, it gets tied in with the old gears. There's that drawing i'm trying to remember who did it but it's like people pushing cubes yeah and the one person shaves the cube into a Sphere. ball yeah. yeah which is which is great if you want if it wasn't the goal wasn't to get cubes where they were going yeah, yeah. yeah. now there's definitely a level of like problem solving and common sense that needs to be applied to government that has not been applied for too long because they're too busy trying to enrich themselves. Like, they, yeah. don't, give a, they don't give a fuck about those bees. Bees? No, they don't give nah. bees. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to protect those bees, but while we're at it, we're going to give tax breaks on this plot of land where I want to build my house. Yeah. Hey, how coincidental? Why, why is it that you uh, have all these tax breaks on these areas you guys keep building houses? <laughs> 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 that and is he, weird. Yeah. 
And they're like, you know, I really only like this job because uh, I get to go to this nice gala every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope these idiots don't pop a wine cork into an owl's throat. <laughs> you take one of ours, we're taking one of yours, Tim. <laughs> Telephone. I have my personal phone not on silent anymore. Ah, I received a lot of good feedback about your appearance once again. Great job. On WTP this week. Nice. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be the GOAT someday. <laughs> well, that's a great issue, Tim, but here's what I don't get. Uh, saying never. You know, I used to say, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to yeah. do that again. Never going to work here. Never going to work for this. And uh, I've been proven wrong like nearly every time. So I've, st- I've really started to buckle down and not say never about anything. That's why when I say I don't like Weird Al anymore and I... I need to stop going to concerts like that's a that's a choice that i need to keep making i need to keep making the choice not to go to concerts i'm gonna say i'm never gonna go to a concert again because just statistically speaking i'm probably gonna end up at a concert getting paid yeah and that i think that technically counts sure yeah i said I'd, i'll never work in that building that i used to work in when i first moved back to tulsa but now yeah, i gotta fucking work there all the time anymore uh so i I've just taken that lesson to heart. Stop saying never about things because what you're really doing when you say I'm never going to do something is you're limiting your chance for an experience or making money or whatever. Um, and not to be like, yes, man, where you have to make a covenant and say <laughs> yes to everything. But the more you're willing to say yes to things, the more you're going to go like, oh, maybe you know, I'll get back on the horse horse again. You know, there are definitely like I, restaurants. I eat your restaurant. And I got food poisoning. Probably never going to eat there again. Uh, I would like to never eat barbecue again, but mm-hmm. I know fucking I'm going to show up to something. that's going to be like, yeah, we, uh, we had this event catered rib crib, barbecue, sliced brisket and, and pork. Like, Oh, great. I'm, I'm hungry enough that I need to eat something. So I guess I'll eat a few pieces of the sliced brisket and try not to fucking vomit. Uh, but yeah, I, you cannot, you have to try not to limit yourself by saying those types of things. So I say like, I'll, I'll never be moving back to Tulsa. Who knows? Maybe Mm. I will end up moving back to Tulsa. Uh, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's kind of a philosophical thing that I've, yeah, yeah. uh, The last year I've really started to come into the mind of like, I, when I graduated from college, I was like, well, I'm never fucking coming here again. I hate this place. I hate these people. Yeah. I hate all of this. And then, you know, they called me and I was in the right mood and the right person called me and they said, hey, you want to come mix another show for us? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, yes. And I ended up having a really good time mixing that show. And it really um, made me want to not do my current, well, my old job because yeah. I don't have my job anymore. Uh, it made me want to not do that job anymore. And so I just, I paused to think like, what if I had not taken that gig and not gone, you know, said, stuck to my, no, I'm, I'm never fucking working for you people again. Fuck you. Would I have? Because you are a man of your word. I am. I really am. If I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it. Or if yeah. I say I won't do something, I'll, I'll yeah. usually do it. Um, I don't think, I don't think this is you going against that. This is just you being like, you, this is, this you is saying, me changing like, my opinion. Well, I think it's just you like, well, now I'm just not going to use that word anymore. Yeah. But uh, it's it's also, yes, 
and the times that I've said I would never go back somewhere, uh, you know, I'm in now in an effort not to be hypocritical because of new information, yeah. new things I've learned about myself, like as I've grown and matured, uh, not, I won't pretend that I didn't say I would never do something and then, and then had to void that. Uh, but with, with, uh, so anyway, I did that show and I enjoyed it. And I wonder if had I not done the show, if I would have just been like, well, this is what life is now is this fucking miserable yeah. job working hundreds of hours, weeks, not, not doing anything. Um, actually productive and being constantly yelled at by people who don't even understand 1% of what your job, what my job is and think that everything should be, the world should revolve around them. Uh, would I just like keep pressing through in misery? I was like, no, that's right. I remember there was like, a, there was a part of this process of making theater that I enjoyed. There was a thing that I did that I enjoyed at one point in time yeah. and to go back somewhere where that I hated and, and was miserable and to enjoy doing that thing, despite being like immersed in an area that I just despise. Mm -hmm. It really, that was what started m opening my mind to, saying like no i i don't want to do this forever i i don't want to be a businessman i don't want to be the face of something i don't want to be the guy that shows up in a shirt and tie in meetings and sits down in a boardroom and talks and negotiates contracts i don't want to fucking do that i want to do theater yeah. i don't never want to do that again because i'm sure at some point i will be past the point of being physically able to you know, continue to work at the best of my ability. And at that point, yeah, maybe then with this um, huge amount of experience on site, I will then be better suited to going in and doing things live or doing things in a more business and managerial capacity. But I don't know. I know it, it seems like a silly, it seems like, I don't know. Some people may listen to that and go like, ah, oh, that's the most obvious thing I've ever heard, but you know, <laughs> we all mature at different rates. So yeah. Uh, cause I, I have like the last year I've worked at so many facilities where I said I'd never work there again. I think the one, the one that I really stuck to my guns to is uh Southern Hills country club. Ooh, yeah. I will only, I only work for Southern for one band at when they play at Southern Hills country club, because we're all completely, completely self-contained. If I have to work for anyone else at Southern Hills country club, the answer is hell no, because those people are the patrons of Southern Hills country club are not human. They are fucking animals. Uh, and the staff there are kind of all stupid. So I really enjoy not having to work with them. I, because here's the thing, there was like two back-to-back -back events. I did this one event over at Southern Hills and they had us build a stage in their like ballroom and they had us reconfigure the stage four times until it, but at the end of our four hour call, it was back exactly the way it was when we got there that morning. And they're like, well, you guys are done. Uh, we, we brought the wrong size screens. Holy so shit. yeah. And then the other one was when truck and tuck and I worked for this party place, like party supplies and party rentals, we had, we, they did a big 4th of July show and we rented them chairs mm -hmm. and we rented them all of our chairs. And so trucking and tucking and I spent the better part of two months cleaning, scrubbing to back to pristine white, every chair in the, that we had and 
once the chairs were like pristinely clean, they were stacked and sequestered. These are like the July chairs. And so we had to like, but we had to keep renting them. And so we're renting and cleaning and renting and cleaning and renting and cleaning and like keeping the, the kind of not as pristine ones for the, the general public until we like had to rotate in some of the pristine ones and then clean those again. And then those chairs came back from Southern Hills and they were all, fucking filthy covered in mud and shit so we had to clean them all again it's like why didn't we just send them to the dirty chairs (laughs) and then we could just clean them all for the for the one time yeah yeah. and because our boss was like a cuck for southern hills he's like oh they're one of our best customers didn't charge them a fucking cleaning fee like we charge anyone else off the street who came in and said brought us back chairs that dirty like are you out of your mind yeah uh it was it was immensely irritating Uh, and so that's why i won't work at southern hills anymore and it's like one of it's like the, like I said, but everywhere else, your alma mater, your your alma mater. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll never work here again. Yeah, I'm fucking yeah. there, I'm there programming lighting again. It's like, God damn it. Uh, so never say I never say never. I'm just just stop saying it. I'll never, you know, I don't know. I'll never have sex with a man. I, I think I can probably stick to that one. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's my, uh, my issue. My last issue for this week, Tim, is there anything you want to say never about? Uh, we will never stop stopping this podcast. What? Yeah. We will never stop loving rhinestone. Well, that too. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, this has been here's what I don't get. I'm Tab Burke. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. Call in the Here's Gun Hotline. Call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. And submit your farewell wishes as we come into the final stretch of the podcast in its current form. Here's one we have uh, from the voicemail hotline. Internet is dead. People that refer to their internet bill as their Wi-Fi bill. No, Wi-Fi is not the service you're paying for. You're paying for the internet connection. Wi-Fi is the distribution in your house. That's like calling your water bill the faucet bill. Or, you know, calling the electric bill the toaster bill. Or calling the OnlyFans bill the sticky discolored for the carpet bill. <laughs> you're missing some layers of abstraction there. I... I would... I have never heard anyone call it the Wi-Fi bill. I don't think... I, I've heard people refer to it, but... It's now so many ISPs are giving you like it's a, a router modem combo or it's a it's a modem uh, Wi-Fi combo unit that's just fucking garbage. Garbage, yeah. Uh, and it's immensely irritating. Or just a Wi-Fi box or a, like a 5G box. Yeah. Oh, the, like the new T-Mobile stuff yeah. where you just have a 5G box you plug in and it goes off their network. Yeah. Um, speaking of sticky spots in the floor... Again, I gotta assume they don't mop because we walked. They in. were mopping after I, well, I saw well, them mopping after the They're not doing a fucking show. good job because yeah. five minutes into the show, we walked in and the floors were sticky. Yeah, yeah. like did you people all get here at six <laughs> at six p.m. when doors open or seven p.m. when doors open and just start dumping sodas on the ground? What the fuck is the matter with you? <laughs> Do you know how much I spilled? None. None. Yeah, because yeah, I can hold a drink in my hands and enjoy a concert. The one thing, the only, I think the only good thing I liked about it was everyone stayed seated the whole time. That was kind of nice. We sat and watched a concert. We didn't have to fucking stand the whole night.
Anyway, well, that's our only voicemail. Get your voicemails in. Listen to uh, this past week's WATP. I was like three, I don't remember what number it was, 314, 313 or something like that. It's the one that's ID10T, Chris Hardwick. I did a great job, not to toot my own horn. People are saying I should replace Carl in the creep off. And by why? people, I mean one person. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carl sucks, that's why. Ah. No. Kevin from Why Do I Podcast. Kevin from WDIP. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Stuttering John that refers sounds, to him as now. That sounds terrible. It's It does sound terrible. You don't want to listen to WDIP. That sounds either like a fake radio station or a weird sex act. Oh, yeah, because WATP doesn't sound like a fake radio station also. <laughs> Anyway, well, thanks everybody for listening and catch you guys next week.